So good morning. Uh, welcome to our service this morning, uh, which is today being led by Ron. Um, just a few reminders. So please remember to keep yourself muted during the service, um, except if you're taking part, of course, um, and at the end when we'll all unmute and join in with the grace. If you've got any prayer requests or you need to send messages, just do that using the chat. Um couple of notices so just a reminder that if you haven't filled out the um, GDPR consent form so that's about keeping uh, us keeping your contact details and using them um, please do so I've posted the link to that form in the chat so you can uh, click on that and uh, either fill it, fill it out after the service uh, that would be great if you've not already done so um, if you need a paper form, I think Steve can let you have one of those. Um, the prayer room today is manned by Kate Gartside and Stuart Nixon, and it will be open at the end of the service. So that's the end of the notices, I think. So uh, over to you, Ron. Thanks, Tim. Um, the call to worship this morning comes from Psalm 89. Uh, this is one to two. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithlessness known to all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you've established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Lord, I know and we know you love us. And we declare your love forever, Lord. Be with us, Lord, when we sometimes forget of your input to us. That you are there supporting us and holding us and guiding us through these days. In your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. We go up to now to Rachel for the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Right, and um, can we go to our first song, please? Sing of 
Birthdays. Right. Is there anyone with a birthday this week, today or this week? Does that look like Stuart? Yeah. When's your birthday, Stuart? It's on Wednesday. Wednesday. And I won't ask how old. Anybody else? Okay, right. Maggie, it's Maggie. Where's Maggie? Maggie. Maggie. Come on, Maggie, is she hiding? Where, Where is she? Oh, she, she was here a she's... minute ago. She was. So I think yeah, she's just rejoining. Oh, there she Coming is. Back. <laughs> Stuart and Maggie. When's your birthday, Maggie? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, by the way, it's Pancake Day Social on Tuesday. I meant to mention that in the... Uh, in the notices so that's uh, between seven and eight so if you uh, would like to eat your pancakes and watch other people eat their pancakes and gen- generally have a chat that'd be great um or you don't even have to have pancakes and just come along and have a chat right okay so no more birthdays let's go Stuart and maggie happy, happy birthday, birthday to you happy birthday to you Happy birthday, dear Stuart and Maggie. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Uh, that's great. Happy birthday to you too. Uh, can I have first reading now, please? So the first reading is 1 John, chapter 4, verses 7 to 16. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. 
Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Amen. Now the second reading, please. This comes from 1 Corinthians 13, starting at verse 1. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship, that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonour others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when, complete, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I taught like a child, I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. Thanks, that, Kate. I've just, I realised when I was uh, looking at the service, in those readings, that um, the last part of that, that, that reading, um, now these three remain, faith, hope and love. <laughs> I remember that 
last time we preached, I preached on hope. So this time, I'm preaching on love. Um, I'm, I like films, especially at Christmas. My two favourite films, however, were not available last year on terrestrial TV. These being Love Actually and Die Hard. They were exclusively shown on Sky. I don't have Sky. So it's it's this good thing that I know them so well as films. <laughs> Word perfect almost. It shouldn't come as a surprise today. I'd given the date, 14th of February, I'm going to focus a little on love, actually. This film, I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, have seen this film. I probably see it at least once or twice a year. This film concentrates on various facets of love. And I'm looking out right now... Um, Probably just three of the characters, three of the facets of it. The three that come to mind, the first one has to be the uh, classic romance between everybody's favourite Prime Minister and his tea lady. And a great scene. So you can see you, Grant, dancing now. Um, the... Um, Another one has to be, for me, the ageing rock star, Bill Nye. His character is called uh, Billy Mack. And his manager, Joe, who, for all the years they've been together as a team, Bill Nye realises after leaving Nelson John's party, that the love of his life, his great friend, has been with him all his time. His friendship between these two men. That he's, wants, he's the person he wants to spend Christmas with, not Elton John that year. It's a good thing. And the last one I'm thinking about is the, the Liam Nelson character. This fatherly love for his stepson, Sam, in that cracking sign where he, there he is playing the drums. And when you see him as it later on as a young lad, he's running down the uh, airport terminal to say goodbye to his girlfriend of one night. As he go off. Many of us can identify with these stories and all the rest of the stories in love, actually. It is packed full of romances, sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's packed full of, of relationships that could start, but unfortunately don't. Relationships which could finish, and hopefully don't. And this links me to the, uh, the first reading, which Kate gave us. Oh, secondary, actually, Kate gave us the Paul's letter to Corinthians. 
Well, Kate, I'm sure, has done plenty of weddings in the past. And as a choir boy of years, I can think of every sound on Saturday. At least one in two or one in three weddings would have this reading in the weddings. We know it well. I was looking now at those words in uh, 1 Corinthians 13 and uh, 4 to 8. I'm going to read these out for you. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonour others, it is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes. Always persevere. And the peace of resistance, love never fails. This is the um, the God given love. Those words from Paul was written about AD fifty five in Ephesus. Twenty years after Jesus' death. This is the God-given love, which in one jump, which is probably written again in Ephesus, probably 50 years after Paul's words, or 40, 50 years after Paul's words. That goes from John 1, 4, uh, 10 to 12. I'm going to read that one as well. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. And sent his son as a atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us. And his love is made complete in us. The writer of 1 John there reinforcing the writings of Paul. 40 years earlier. And um, as I say, probably written Ephesus. I like Ephesus. I've been there twice. Some crazy praise. Really impressive. Really inspiring. And the second time I went there, we, me and Van went there, we stayed in an hotel which was just outside the Basilica, St. John's Basilica. And Selchuk, Selchuk is the, the modern time of Ephesus. Ephesus was closed down due to Bavaria in about AD 600. And the population moved up the hill. There was less mosquitoes at Selchuk. And the Basilica is impressive. It's built by Justantin in the 5th or 6th century. And interestingly enough, it was built out of the stones that was taken from the ancient um, Temple of Artemis that was one of the ancient wonders of the world. I mean, those who read the Book of Acts, remember, Ephesus was where the uh, Christians was quite seriously 
uh, interrogated in this 25,000 seat amphitheater. And now, so since that opportunity's buildings was demolished and built the St. John's Basilica. And on St. John's Basilica, there is the tomb of St. John. It's quite, you just walk up to it. It's quite a place. Anyway, that's my other talk. This love that John reinforces. This is the love that God gives to us. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and loves us. This is the love that is patient and kind, that rejoices in the truth, that always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. A love that never fails. This is a love he gives us, day in, day out, from the moment we're conceived to after we go. This is a love he wants us to share. And I'm asking us a question, asking me the question, how do we go about sharing this love about ways? I think about our church. Here in Birchwood. And our friends and neighbours and the wider community here. I think how I personally can share the love on a day to day basis. People know and people don't know. And how we as a church can share that love. And I think it'd be good for us to pray. Sometimes through Lent, so it's a period of time for aside. But let's pray for this season, this coming week, and these months, about how we as individuals and as church body go about this task. Through lockdown and the time that will follow, because the time is coming for life to return to a safer normal sometime later this year. Let us pray, plan, and do all we can to share this love to all. The need is probably greater now than it has ever been. Paul, in his later letter to Romans, I can't recall where that letter was written, tells us in no uncertain terms that he is convinced that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This message of love shines through all these readings like a bright beam of light. And to finish, as a fictional Asian rock star sang in the film, and no music, I feel in my fingers and I feel it in my toes. And along with Prime Minister David, I too have a sneaking suspicion that we will find that love actually is all around. Amen.
And uh, can we go now to the uh, next song, please? I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father.
Thanks, Ron. Let's pray. Father, week in, week out during this pandemic, we pray for those people who are ill, those people who are struggling. We pray for your healing, for your peace. And this week is no exception, Father. Um, we make no apology for calling for, for for using your promise for calling on your promise to hear our prayers and we ask again for your healing for those people who are sick um, not just with coronavirus but all of those people who haven't had the treatment for other conditions that they normally would have got people who are struggling with cancer that's perhaps more advanced because they didn't get the appointments or they weren't they were too scared to go to the doctor people who are struggling with other conditions people who are struggling with mental health father we just ask ask for your healing um, we ask for your peace father we're just going to pause a minute now and we're each going to just lift before you the names of those people who are on our hearts. And Father, this morning, as we think about love, as we reflect on, on the word that you've shared with us through Ron, we thank you for, for the love that you give to us and we pray especially this morning for our friends and our neighbors and our family who perhaps don't know you who don't know that love and we just ask that maybe you can nudge them or maybe we can nudge them to get to know you this year and and when we celebrate valentine's day next year that perhaps more people will know your love in jesus name we pray amen thank you so that brings us to the end of our service this morning so just a reminder the prayer will prayer room will be open shortly um, but before that let's unmute put yourselves on gallery view and uh, should we finish with the grace together? <laughs> May the grace